Welcome back to the Number One Podcast in Toronto, Canada. It's your boy Zohaib, and with me I got Matt. Matt, here, Matt. <laughs> just whatever just sounds the best, man. And we got uh, Ryan. What's up, Ryan? What's up? So we uh, changed up our setting today. If you guys have seen, um, we're on the other side. Yeah. It's because we have a very special guest today. Very huh? special. Yeah. You guys yeah. be talking about you guys. No, we're and, talking about uh, you. And uh, go ahead, Matt. So our very special guest yeah. is uh, sure by the name of Leah, aka Coach Leah. And we're going to get into the stuff they don't really teach you in school, which is financial literacy. So she's an expert in financial literacy and a business development coach, teaching families and people how money works. So welcome. That was a very formal introduction. Thank you for coming. <laughs> wow. It's a pleasure you. to have you here today. I'm so excited yeah. to have you guys. Uh, I love that. I love what you're doing. I love um, this is like a really new experience to me. I, this is probably like my second podcast. Oh, amazing. Amazing. At least it's your second. So, <laughs> it's your second. Yeah. Low warmed up. Really Low warmed up. But um, I, uh, in, your, in the intro and like talking to Matt Pryor, he had mentioned about, you know, financial literacy and stuff that we are not taught in school. I'm a huge advocate for that because I feel like our school, our education system is failing us as individuals. Big uh, time. There has mm-hmm. to be a huge uh, education reform that should come in place. And kids nowadays are like looking at myself and looking back at me going to like, of course, like elementary school and high school, all that stuff. It builds your social skills, your development skill, developmental skills, etc. But the biggest aspect of life that hits us down the road of how to manage our money, the credit score, all the stuff, mortgage, blah, 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 savings, investments. That is something we are not taught even a glimpse of in school you know not even in university i don't think we're even in university once you go into your field that's it that's all you're learning you're learning about when i was in university i started learning i had to take a course on geology but it was on volcanoes and i'm sitting there i'm like i'm trying to become a lawyer and i'm having to learn about fucking volcanoes you know i mean you only really see a volcano like a couple times in your life maybe if you're lucky but it just like shows you like like how bad our education system is how bad it is that they don't teach us the proper stuff so so why don't you run for the election man i should you're ready for president. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Prime Minister. Buddy, sorry, you know? sorry. Yeah, come on. President sounds better. But, uh, you know, that's uh, sort of the reason, um, you know, we wanted to have you on as well and sort of just. Wow, you guys are help really sorry. Educate us. Yeah. You guys help. are really getting into the financial stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. But um, where, yeah, yeah give, give us your bio because I know yeah. we know you do everything. You are a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's. Uh, give... I'm very shy. Okay. So, um, I. Uh, came to Canada with my family in 1995 from Iran. I'm 30 cool. years old. I'm from Scarborough. I went to Humber College. Um, I graduated in 2013 for business marketing. Uh, in 2014, I, I registered with um, Primerica Financial Services and Life Insurance Company of Canada. I'm currently a division uh, leader, and I'm two promotions away from becoming a vice president. Oh, very cool. Um, within that business, um, I train and develop agents, so I license them, teach them how to go into the field and become serial entrepreneurs. So I basically train like business athletes to go out into the field and help families with um, teaching them financial literacy and um, basically the concepts of money and things like that. Um, so it can get crazy. It can be uh, entrepreneurship is really, really scary. Um, after a couple of bad years, 
I think I went back to school for personal training. I um, graduated in 2017. And then in 2018, I started a jewelry business um, because my uh, a few years prior to that, um, no, back in like 2011, my family, we lived in a one bedroom and um, had a single mom. It was just me, yeah. her, and my sister. And, and um, <coughs> sorry. It's okay. It's yeah. talking. Yeah, no, 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 keep going. Keep going. We love it. And yeah. we, uh, our apartment got robbed. Oh, and like no. they stole all my mom's jewelry. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, like there's four types of yeah. money. Like I want all of them. There's yeah. commodities, jewelry, you know. Yeah. Um, there's um, cash, stocks, and then real estate. So I wanted all of that. I was really motivated because. Um, this is getting like really deep, but uh, we came to Canada as refugees. And then after 10 years, our status actually got rejected and they deported my dad. So our, my family was torn apart. We owned a home in the young and shepherd area. And and, like, we lost that. We had to move into one bedroom from like a four bedroom, um, uh, home. So it was kind of devastating. And like growing up watching my mom work like seven days a week, um, you know, sharing a one bedroom with my sister when I'm 18 years old, like ready to go into the working field. It was like, okay, what am I going to do? I just went to college and like nothing like going back to what you were saying about the the school system, how it fails us is, is it's like, I didn't know I had ADHD until I was an adult. Yeah. So, and my parents didn't know, they didn't know anything about yeah. that. You know, like Middle Eastern, every parent, they're like, yeah, yeah. no, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, You're yeah. good. Stop self-diagnosing 100%, yourself. And then 100%. other people start telling you and you start noticing. So then I'm like calculating everything that happened. I'm like, wow, I failed all my math courses yeah. as a kid. I yeah. was always like the last kid to like, in, even in kindergarten to leave. No. Like my mom was like, "You're so slow." <laughs> um, failed all my yeah. college uh, math. Failed my even my insurance license. That's a hard exam, and I failed yeah. that twice, and I got it the third time. So yeah, uh, the system does fail you. Yeah. Regardless, I'm on like a thousand topics right now. But, no, but keep uh, going. Keep going. <laughs> um, in 2020, I started a an online business. It was because of the pandemic. Um, I just like, was it the jewelry business? I was going through a lot of mental health issues. So I started looking around my place. I'm like, crap. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have a job like so badly. And in business, it's really hard to go from part-time to full-time. Yeah, definitely. It is. It's the hardest thing ever because you have to have your nine to five and then you have to work like those extra hours to, to like, you know, build your business business. and then you're exhausted and then you have to find time to look for your family, for your friends to go out, have, uh, you know, party, go to the gym. It's like, you have no life. Right. So anyways, um, in 2020, when the pandemic happened, I was really isolated and I was going through a lot of mental health issues. So I started looking around my house and I I saw like crystals, I use sage and like stuff like that. So I started, um, looking into Shopify. So I became a Shopify partner and, and literally I would spend 12 hours a day just building a Shopify store called deletemytrauma.ca. Very oh, cool. Dope, dope. Yeah, very That's cool. sick. And uh, thank you. And um, I, like that I, oh man, it was so ugly at first. I was like, these pictures are beat. I would ask my friends like, well, how does this <laughs> yeah. look and blah, blah. And um, yeah, it's a mental health, um, like a self-care yeah. gift shop. And uh, we sell like crystals, sage, like things that help you with meditation and like really grounding yourself. Um, that's huge and then right now yeah, have, it, is, it, is. Mm-hmm. it was really special yeah. to me is is we have um actual survivor stories of trauma survivors oh, they're anonymous yeah. you can go on, yeah. on our page and read them we have like counseling from like um crisis workers yeah. and stuff so that's actually incredible yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing all that yeah. no worries sorry it was like no. on like a million topics no, no, but, no. but uh, i'm gonna let you guys talk now yeah. but that's <laughs> why uh that's why you are who you are right because of i feel like past trauma a lot of life experiences build who you are and <clears throat> that whole experience of like your dad having to you know get deported and go back to Iran and then your mom having to take over 
it ignites up ignited or may have ignited it's a, a fire, fire under yeah. your bum oh yeah because you're like yeah. now my mom's out here hustling you know mm-hmm. we had this now we don't have it no more now we're back into this one bed yeah we're living here i want my own room i want this life that everyone else is living why can't i have it right exactly and then you start to do things in your life that start to pave that a lot of people that are successful entrepreneurs and business owners now um currently whatever if, nowadays whatever uh it's because of past experiences that they have experienced and trauma for example uh we have a great story about you where you talked about like you know living um in Vaughan and then going yeah, outside my, you know? my single mom too which yeah. is always renting and then like just mm-hmm. having a hard time just yeah doing, paying the bills and trying to go into real estate Amazing. First generation Canadians. Yeah, I was born I'm, here. My parents uh, came as too. immigrants. Yeah, my yeah, mom so. was born here though too. My dad was born in Italy. But I know, okay. I know the whole yeah. immigrant uh, lifestyle. So my dad came here like in 1991. He was a like, taxi driver and like yeah. brought over his whole family. He still had siblings to get married. So it's tough being an immigrant when you come into the country and you have to right away get thrown into the system, right? Yeah. So, what age were you when you started to like realize like you know what I want to start doing something for myself? Like I want to. I don't want this nine to five job. I don't want like it's nothing against that nine to five job. I don't want this this life. I want to go through this entrepreneurship route, and I want to open my own business. What age were you? Or when did that um, like, spark? I think, like, I think it started like I have uh, a lot of childhood trauma because I was a very rejected child in school. Like I I was um, I didn't have a lot of friends. I moved constantly like to seven or eight different yeah. schools. So oh, wow. um, my identity. I had a, a lot of problems with with finding like an identity yeah and then on top of that like uh when i started going to like a good school um my marks were shit <laughs> yeah um like i was failing everything yeah. and i didn't understand why because i was like so smart and inside of me i just wanted to be somebody so bad because i owed it to my parents yeah um and i felt like i had to be that you know the big brother of the family because yeah. i'm the eldest and i have a younger sister that's 10 years younger than me i had to be a good example for her yeah, yeah, so it was a combination of all that stuff and then you know my dad um not being here and he's like the man of the house he can't help our family he's far away yeah. he's by himself you know what i mean yeah. it like eats you up inside so um it's a combination of stuff and then uh yeah i would say i was probably in grade 11 no i did a victory lap okay and i was sitting in a classroom with like kids that are like a a year or two younger than me and i'm getting so mad like they're they're, like you know roasting me (laughs) because they're like oh why are you here you're you're old and blah blah and I was like, you know what? It was that, and also, um, I graduate. I graduated high school with a fifty-two average, yeah. and I graduated college with a sixty-three average. So We're I was like, what am I gonna do? I, was like, I hated school. <laughs> dude, I was like, what am I gonna yeah. do? What am I? What yeah. am I supposed to do? You can't raise a family off minimum wage. You yeah. really can't. And no, then when no. you graduate, you get like you get a diploma, and then yeah. what? Yeah. You're supposed to right. So yeah, this is exactly yeah, what I teach yeah. for my agents. I'm like, you go to school, you get an education, and then the system fails you. Yeah. You go. You don't even learn about mortgages. You don't learn about RSP. You don't learn about life insurance. You don't learn about any of that. The only time you maybe hear about it is if your parents hear about it. Most of us are immigrants. Yeah. Where do they go? They go to the bank. What does the bank give them? The banks give the banks give you like one percent on your yeah, investments yeah, and turn around and, and take your money. It becomes yeah. a virtual number and then yeah. they lend it to Brian on a credit card for nineteen sorry nineteen <laughs> percent. You, right? you took my money, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, I was, I think I was like in my between eighteen and like twenty. I was like okay, and then um, one day my friend comes over and she so she so, shows me Primerica. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, just sign me up. I'll get the license just to add it to my resume and make my resume look nicer. So I was thinking like an employee. Yeah. So the school system, the way they also fail us is they they 
raise us in a box where we don't think outside of that and we don't we they train us to be employees they don't yeah. train us to be business owners because yeah. when you go to university you, are you trying to like the the yeah, professor, yeah. how much does the professor get paid? Yeah. Not the amount of money that you want to yeah, make. Of course. So why are you sitting there paying yeah. him and listening to him? Yeah. Right. And it's it's so just true. Make sense, yeah. Right. It's so true because it's like the it's the schooling system like is built to make us employees and not entrepreneurs or business owners because if it Very was, so. then who would be the ones that feed into the market, right? Feed into the whole labor and like become the employees, aka. That's why yeah. like. I feel like the whole university degree is it's such a bolt. It's so like it's so stupid now. I, I it's like not against people that are actually like trying to become doctors or etc. That are, uh, I know a lot of people that have gone into good path fields and like became doctors etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But when you look at the broad spectrum and you look at, for example, if we key in on York University, York University has what sixty thousand students plus every year. People are coming in. There's no uh, set limit of you need this grade to enter. Basically. People from all scopes are coming in. Now, all these courses that you're going into, for example, the... Uh, I did my, I did Italian cinema, which is one. I learned about Italian what? movies. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but, I mean, like, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you're getting like, all these credits I, I, and what? Yeah, I, I did like... Uh, I was doing Law and Society. And okay. like from Law and Society, they're like, oh, but if you want to become a lawyer, you need to have this many grades. To How go much into does a lawyer make? Depends, right? On your, If you're a private practice or okay. you're working for... What's the company? most? If you're a private practice, X amount. But if you're uh, working as a salary, you start off at like sixty, seventy thousand, then you work your way up to Here's my over thing. the span of ten years, probably two hundred k. Yeah. Here's my thing. Yeah. Okay. Tell us your thing. Okay. There's four ways to make money. The first is to be an employee. Yeah. Okay. The second is to be self-employed. Yeah. A lawyer is a self-employed person. Yeah. Period. So if I go to a, go to a um. A firm and I, I want to see the lawyer I'm not gonna want to sit down with a paralegal yeah so that means that he has to be there to make his money all the time he yeah. has no financial freedom yeah he doesn't he's tied to his business and he went to school built yeah. that shit like yeah he's stuck there so he doesn't have financial freedom right the goal is to make residual income of course so when when my um my friend came over and I was like yeah yeah whatever to her about the business my broker started calling me after and she's like hey like you don't come to training or anything like why did you sign up I'm like okay fine like I dragged my ass there. I'm like, what is this? this is like a, a like? I have to come to seminars every week. Yeah. And um, and uh, the way they were talking to me, it was like they were saying, "You're gonna go to school, get an education, and then you're gonna go back into the system and work in like a corporate place." And like, it was it was happening to me. I was working security. I've had so many jobs in the past. Like, I did whatever it took. I worked at Whataburger. Mm. I worked at the airport as a screening officer. I used to work at the ACC. Oh my god! You I did, did Uber. I did fun. Uber for two years, and you were talking about um, like going to school and stuff. I worked at CDI College selling programs, and like the paralegal program was like I don't know, like seventeen thousand dollars. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're paying. I'm gonna pay seventeen. Borrow seventeen thousand. Sorry, yeah, seventeen thousand yeah. to go work as a paralegal. No offense to anybody, but like yeah. you got to do the math, right? It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> it doesn't add I'm up. I'm speechless yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Anyways. But it, but it's so true, right? Like exactly what you're like everything you have said so far, and it's like this is what the younger generation needs, and you know us with this platform of the podcast, you with everything you're doing as you're coaching and uh, etc. Like this is what we need, and this is what the world needs, and we need more of this because we need to educate the young. That's all we, it is. And we need uh, to tell I'm them. I'm right? just so in love. Like yeah. a few days ago, okay, God is my witness. Um, okay. This girl messaged me. She's 19 years old and she wanted to join me in my business. 
just a few days yeah. ago. She told me, I had no idea who she was. She's like, I'm 19 years old right now, but when I was 15, you messaged me, we were talking, and you said, um, don't talk to strangers online. And you said, um, get into business for yourself. Yeah. And that was when she was 15. Yeah. That was years ago. 100%. I was like, what? I was like, but it's crazy how it works, right? You have yeah. no idea who's watching and who's inspiring you. And then let me tell you this: somebody hacked my Instagram the other day, like, uh, and like went on my Instagram and like was like calling other people out. And like I found out who it was, but um, and I have like people texting me at nighttime, like three in the morning. I have a prank caller that always like calls me, harasses me, like messages me, like really rude yeah. things um, to try and distract me. Or like yeah. I'll have people come up to me and be like, "Oh, like you're just a glorified uh, insurance agent." I get so many haters, but it's like at the end of the day, it's normal. <laughs> yeah. You you have you have to have a tough mentality, right? Definitely. Like you have to think in a survivor's mindset. My parents came here on a survivor's mindset. Yeah. I'm not gonna come here and like try to build a life for myself and then let you know little things. 100%, but at the 100%. same time, you have to watch. You have to be careful who's watching you. Watch yeah. what you do. You know, we think that it's it's uh it's okay to hang out with like you gotta watch the company you keep 100%. every weekend yeah, yeah. drinking smoking doing drugs yeah. hanging out with this person that person like people watch you yeah. and your reputation is so yeah. important right it's so funny because uh, this past weekend like after going out like uh, for my birthday like my brother was like he said something to me after the next day because like like it was stupid we like like i i hate spending this dumb type of money on Dumb shit. Dumb. Or disclose. Yeah. Like, or disclose the amount. No, it, it, no, it was a lot. It was a lot. But like, uh, but like, uh, he told me like one thing. He's like, like, he's like, wherever there's honey, flies will come or something like that. So he's like, like, sometimes like the stuff you're doing, like, yeah, in the moment you might be all excited and you have that whole boost of everyone, you know, saying your name, everyone pumping you up. But like, he's like, sometimes like you're gonna start attracting the wrong people around you. Yep. And that's when you need to wake up and realize like, no, this is not it, right? No. And there's a saying where if you're the smartest room person in that room, leave it, get the fuck out, you know? You mm. wanna always be around people that are smarter than you, always people that are gonna more teach successful. You something, yeah. It'll teach you something, because you'll learn little, little bit of stuff from there. I agree, yeah. but at the same time, like uh, there's been rooms that yeah. I've walked into and I'm like, wow, these people are so lost. They need somebody to like yeah, distract sure, them. Sure. And yeah. the way the way humans work is monkey see monkey yeah. do from since the day that you're yeah, born. Yeah. Anything that your parents do, you start watching that. Anything that your friends do, you know, I, oh my God, I love your shirt. I'm gonna go buy one yeah. too. So like if people see you doing your group of friends, yeah. if, if you know, yeah. if you see them doing yeah. something, you're gonna want to do it definitely, all the time. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So one, be careful. Watch the company yeah. that you keep, and at the same time, maybe you, maybe you have to be the one yeah. to lead by example and yeah. and start doing things that they're yeah. not doing. Saying no, sorry, I can't come out this yeah. weekend. I have to work, or I have to do this. I have to do that, and and then you'll see the ones. Um, there's a quote that says, uh, "If you let people do what they want to do." Uh, what they want to do, you'll see what they'd rather do or something like that. And it's true. Step away from all this crowd and see, like, see who really wants to do yeah. something with their life. You'll 100%. see. You'll see. You'll, you'll, I agree with yeah. you 100%. So I love your energy. You know, it's the, minute, you. That, the minute that we met you downstairs, you're high energy, very, uh, like, you know, uh, positive. You. So how do you keep yourself focused, right, on everything that you're doing? Because you do a lot of stuff. You I know? do a lot of stuff. How do you keep yeah. yourself focused and, like, drawn into one thing or, you know, like, What's your, what's your structure? Like, what's your routine? Do you have anything? Every day I wake up in the morning. Some days, like, honestly, some days are so hard. I can't even get out of bed, but I don't tell anybody that. Some, but like every day I'll wake up and I'll say, today I'm changing my life. 
every single day. Biggs, um, can you get, can you grab my bag for a second? I actually have something. I have a little game, a little surprise oh, oh, game that we're gonna play. I love games. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm fucking so, up. Let's go. Wow. I'm gonna fuck you up, Brian. <laughs> no, I'm winning this one. It's not, like, it's not like a crazy, no, it's not really a game. It's more of like uh, something that helps me. So these are butterfly affirmations. Cool. Okay, so, so cool. it's a deck of cards. So I'm gonna show the camera. Okay, it's a deck of cards full of affirmations. So every day I pick two of these, shuffle them, and I pick two of them. So I want you guys to pick um, an affirmation. One each? Mm, yeah, okay. or two each. It's up to you. And then read it Read it to our, our peoples. Oh, that's a good one. Letting go creates space for me to receive. Oh, okay, okay. Let's pick one more. Let's pick one more. I go by color. I like this one. My turn. I go <laughs> by, I want by color too. Yeah. Yeah. I like bluish. Yeah. Same blue. This is cool. My patience is being rewarded. My turn will come. <clears throat> Forgiveness helps me to let go and move on with my life, opening up to new and loving experiences. Did you pick there two? You, you picked two. I, yeah. I have one yeah, more. Read oh, it. That's yeah. okay. Read it. I choose happy and loving thoughts. I feel good and express love for myself and others. Oh, wow. This is, this is like nice, positive right? stuff. Like, exactly. It gets, you, it gets you like all pumped up. Like, I like this. My turn. Sorry, sir. Jeez. The, the more I trust in life, the better things turn out. Those are my turn. It's so funny because this is exactly you, buddy. <laughs> this last, like, month. <laughs> this speaks to you. <laughs> Everything Mine happens. Says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's okay. You go first. No, no, you. No, you. <laughs> Everything happens according to divine timing for the best results. Oh my God. Nothing is impossible for the heart. Love will always find a way. And we got, when I don't know what is happening, I choose to be curious and excited about what is going to be. So every day I read like two of these and it's really important and like journaling, um, things like that. Because you, once you, when you're at home or like you get like that nice boost of energy, when I go to like Primerica meetings and trainings and stuff like that, I'm in a different environment. Not everyone is going to think like us, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Um, we're athletes in business. So, <laughs> sorry, my mind no, just no, went don't so blank. But, <laughs> but like, um, I understand exactly coffee. what you're saying. Like, <laughs> so, when you yeah, step outside, yeah. you have to make sure if I come and hang out with you guys, I'm not letting you get into my head. Yeah. I worked so hard mm. on my head yeah. to make sure that no one gets in my mind and says, you know, oh, like, you're still doing that thing. Yeah. Or you, you always like you always want to be like I, I feel like you always want to be like mysterious in a sense right you always want people guessing what you're doing yeah you, if you give you, the donkey the whole carrot they're not going to come back they're going to eat it and leave exactly right? yeah, that's such a good donkey too so me. this every you do this every single morning every day <laughs> every day yeah and this so aside from this now what's your other routine like how do you how do you get by in the morning like what's your structure oh like? man some days i don't even know some days i don't have structure i'm being straight up honest yeah. like some days that's you, perfectly fine but yeah. what what i know that i have is is like in my 20s i worked so hard on this that like i i dug myself into like i like cornered myself into this so yeah. that i have no other choice but to win you see what I mean? Because some people, when they get into business, they they they're like wishy washy about it. They're doing the hokey pokey. They're yeah. you know in and out. Like you I can't be like you. that. You have yeah, to be yeah. all in. So I cornered myself and I, I put a little bit of stress on myself so that I I fight against that and like get what I want. So, um, man, 
it's hard like it this it's shit tough. is hard yeah, dude it's definitely. not it's not all like what glitter yeah. is not all gold mm-hmm. oh, i want to jump into a little bit of like financial yeah. literacy you know i want to talk um, about sure. like uh you lead the topic exactly. yeah. okay. like tell us about so especially like, like you know, you guys, say, um, someone come out of high school or like fresh off of school and like how do they some some steps to like get their life on the right track not, okay deal because they're coming out they're, they're a bunch of student debt right now you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Okay. You do your thing. You do your thing. All right. So, um, let's see. Let's see. I'll, uh, I'll give you guys, um, sorry, the coffee is like hitting yeah, me. And no, I'm like, no, 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 We're all off the walls right now. It's okay. Um, okay. So I'll teach you guys a couple concepts sure. and I'll give you some statistics. For example, uh, six out of 10 people live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about Toronto. Like, um, the minimum, obviously, that you need to live comfortably in Toronto is $250,000 a year. The average person probably makes like $47,000, $49,000. Does it make sense? Yeah. No. Doesn't make all. sense. No, it doesn't. So um, what else can I teach you? The average 40-year-old has $0 saved. And wow. uh, what else? Um, that is so true. I, I could probably like imagine that. Like, majority say, of people don't have... I would say... Uh, 54% of people have the... No, I forgot. I'm so nervous I forgot. But yeah, it's, it's bad. Like, the yeah. numbers are bad. And especially after after the pandemic, it's, yeah. like, disgusting. But, For sure. Um, we'll get into some concepts. Have you guys heard of the r- rule of 72? No. Okay, so the Never. rule of 72... No? No, I'm just trying to think. Okay, so the rule of 72 is basic grade 3 math. Okay, and they never taught us this because when a society is dumb and uneducated and poor what happens it's easier to control them right so they don't teach us this the rule of 72 is basically the rule of compound interest and it says that 72 is a magic number where if you divide it by the interest rate it tells you how many years it takes for your money to double yeah so if you go to the bank with ten thousand dollars doesn't matter how much money it is um 72 divided by three means that your money is doubling every 24 years because 72 divided by three is 24 So, are you going to wait 24 years no for $10,000 to become 20000 Not no. a chance, right? That's with average bank rates. Yeah. Right. What's yeah. the inflation rate right now? I have no idea. 2.3. You should know that. You're a realtor. I, I, know, I know other things. <laughs> He's like, I know other things. I love the confidence. Okay, good. No, I'm just, I'm, I love it. I'm just teasing you. Yeah. So, um, so, the inflation rate is 2.3%. So, if you have $10,000 in the bank and the bank is giving you 1%, you guys can even Google it. They give you like 1% on tax-free yeah. or whatever. They gave my mom 0.025% on her RRSP. My mom works seven days a week, okay? She put $1,000 in. That's all. That's it at the time. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, 72 divided by Uh, 0.025 is something like 2,000 years for her money to double. That is a societal injustice. So when you guys ask, when, when you ask, if somebody says like, how do you get motivated? I'm like... I'm like, what? That's what more right motivation yeah. do you need? Like, yeah. you, we're get, literally getting fucked in this system. Yeah. Excuse my yeah. French. Okay, French is good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, so anyways, back to the rule of 72. 72 divided by 12 means your money is doubling every, what, like six years? So it's doubling faster. The higher the interest rate, the better it is for your money. Yeah. Yeah. But people don't know this because as an immigrant, oh, I'm going to go to, you know, this and this bank. You know, and they have like the little like catchy like phrase like "come bank with us" or yeah. whatever it is. 
You're richer special, than you think. Special like, promotions. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a high interest rate, Man, oh. buddy. You're not even keeping up with the inflation rate. Yeah, mm. and it's it, when you're when you're when you're awake to this, it's hilarious because I I got called in. Was it last year? Um, my my buddies do my banking. Like they work at Scotia Bank. Like they're not they're like us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they'll put me in like if I do invest in like a mutual fund, like the highest funds. Like even if I do, I don't though. I barely do. I had one girl call me from my home branch because it wasn't with where my buddies are at and she called me in she's like okay so we're gonna set you up in this and in 65 years and you retire you can have this amount I'm looking at it i'm like you're like can we wrap fuck? this up because i'm not interested at all yeah. <laughs> you know like it's brutal but people sit through that and like they're like oh, okay yeah i think people really underestimate old age yeah. old age is a very cruel and like like very real thing um your back's gonna start aching you might get diabetes you might you won't be able to walk yeah. like it's just a nightmare enjoy you know now. what i mean i need to enjoy now I think that our generation wants money like so fast because um, we're afraid to look stupid in front of people and yeah. look like we're nobodies. And that I think that's the attitude in yeah. Toronto and it's yeah, so fake and, and bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, 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 really I, I agree with you. I started like nice. No, 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 so, like, it's so true. Nice at the so true. But that's how you got to be. You got to be real, you know? You yeah. got to be real so, with everybody. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Rule 72. Yeah, so the rule of 72 basically teaches you how uh, you need to have a higher rate of return, but we're not getting that, and we don't know that, so then whatever, we get screwed. And then, uh, you know, if I want to make money fast, I'm not going to want to wait that long, which is why young people are like, no, tax-free is BS, like, no. I don't believe in RSP, I'm going to go into real estate. But remember what I said at the beginning, there's four types of, mo- there's four types of money. There's yeah. commodities, you know, gold, silver. Yeah. There's, and now crypto, which is a different kind, yeah, yeah, right? 100%. You want to be involved in all of those things. No, no um, single type of money is better than the other. Yeah. Real estate is good for, like, short-term, you want to make, like, a lump sum, like, fast and, like, yeah. you know... One, two, three, four, five years. Yeah. Tax-free savings, RSP. You want to make money in like even like a year to like 10 years, 20 years. You need all of them, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's really it's really scary when young people have the wrong information. So another thing I'm going to teach you is about life insurance. Ooh, There's something called the theory of decreasing responsibility. Okay. So the theory of decreasing responsibility says that when you're younger, you might have a mortgage, you have debt, um, you might have young children. So if you lost your working ability or your income, it would be devastating for your family. So how much is the average mortgage in, in Toronto? We're hitting like mortgaged after down payment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just say 700, 800,000. That's a debt. Yeah. So you're telling me you have a one-year-old and you have a uh, seven, $800,000 of debt and you're walking around and you think that you can sell your house within like a week of dying no it takes like up to six months to, to sell your house yeah so people were not properly educated on life insurance and it's like the most powerful way to create intergenerational wealth dude if, if i'm paying 80 dollars a month for like 35 years and i die within that 35 years my funeral is paid off my one-year-old is a millionaire now That's rather crazy. than having to yeah. rather than having to bust their ass like i did yeah it's it's within a split second. We're all gonna die. Yeah. So we don't get taught about life insurance. So it's like this. It's there's like so much misinformation. So much misinformation. We don't have, and it's like, it's like a lot it just of, hurts yeah, me. I really take it personally. I like found out was like, I don't know, tell me if it's true. Like if you're like have a heart patient, if you're diabetic, if you have any sort of dis- like. Yep. underlying health condition you are not gonna get approved so it really depends life insurance is, is extremely um customized so um the way it works is there's there's two types there's term insurance and then there's um whole life cash value or universal life yeah. insurance term insurance is like 35 years 25 years 
Um, and whole life is, is like for your whole life. I'm not going to get too much into yeah. detail because I'm not allowed. Um, but basically, the theory of decreasing responsibility says that you need life insurance when you're as young as possible yeah. until you pay off your debt. And you're while you're... Um, while you're insured, your insurance needs are going to go down because if I pay off my mortgage after 20 years, do I need life insurance to cover it? No, no I don't. You don't. Yeah. But throughout those 20 years, I'm also I've also been putting away money into tax-free savings, RSP, or whatever else, whatever whatever other kind of investment. Mm. So I'm going to be financially independent by 65. I'm not have money in my pocket, yeah. and I can leave that behind for my kids, right? Yeah. Definitely. So it's it's the idea that you use life insurance to cover your liabilities, and then. Um, build your investments later on because in retirement your mortgage is paid off you have less debt and you know you don't have a car loan your kids grow up they get their own policies yeah so bottom line is get insured um to answer your question the price of life insurance is based on two things your age and your uh your health it's guaranteed that you're not getting any younger and it's guaranteed that you're not getting any healthier yeah Sorry to tell you that. 100%. But, I agree. I agree. <laughs> right? So you're, you're basically buying more totally. money that you don't have yeah. on, on a guarantee that you're going to die. Right? So it's it's really powerful. You're awfully quiet. <laughs> you know, he's thinking about his next workout, which is coming no, up no. after the podcast. No. I was just wondering, like, no, but it's, uh, should it's, he bench uh, 225 today? Should I not? I'm But it's very important to what no, you were saying. Like, a lot of people, like, a lot of people don't like even the younger generation they don't take life insurance serious no you know? well, they don't even a, consider it's a, it's a failed perspective just generally <clears throat> insurance aside like just to have a perspective of life like it comes to an end lights a fire under your ass you know what i mean yeah. like treating every day like it's your last like, yeah. that's yeah. just motivating in itself but some people just forget like you're, you're gonna die doesn't matter do. it can they happen do. at any time so. they think that they're never gonna die <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to really you have to really humble yourself yeah, right like do. <laughs> I it's agree. crazy. So aside from life insurance, you know, is there anything else that we should know in the in the realm of financial um, literacy? I think like there's a lot of hype behind real estate investing right now. There's a lot of hype behind Forex. There's a lot yeah. of hype behind crypto. My uh, my philosophy is like talk to a licensed professional do your research and don't be closed like just because you see like your one friend doing forex or yeah. crypto or whatever and they're doing amazing and yeah. like it's like their profile is all like sparkly and yeah. shiny like doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean, mean yeah. that he, like the person who isn't like um showing off like that doesn't have better information than that person like yeah. you can't you can't be ignorant and like uh picky and choosy about knowledge yeah so well, everyone's be an really expert open. nowadays yeah, yeah everyone's, everyone's an, expert an expert nowadays so you need, really need to take it in, into your own hands and do your own research and be open be like a sponge right yeah. when we're children we're like sponges when we, when we become adults we learn stuff and then it changes us yeah, yeah. like no no i don't want to believe in that you know it changes no, no, your attitude definitely. right so you have to stay humble and be like childlike all the time and be a sponge and always be willing to learn and, and be open to information i had i've literally stopped talking to people that were like oh no real estate is the best way to invest i'm like i can't talk to you because you're not like i love real estate yeah. i was actually gonna go to humber and then yeah. i dropped out and i was like i love real estate but it's it's like you can't everyone has their niche i think we've all we've all we're all victims of this like um it's the yeah. fomo right yeah. remember the crypto boom yeah yeah well, so, so it's like FOMO. everyone like i i know how to invest in real estate that's my strength yeah. and i would have to remind myself like 
this is what you're good at, Matt. Focus on this, right? Other people, 100%. other people are very good at crypto. Other people are very good at forex. I I acknowledge that those aren't my strengths. I acknowledge what my strengths are, right? Um, but a lot of people like like you see the shiny object, like wow, crypto boom. People show yeah. an account on their phone, like don't follow the hype. I made hundred k, so I'm like, okay, I gotta invest in this, but they have no idea what they're doing, right? So yeah, yeah, you really gotta be careful, take a step back, and do what excites you, not just where the hype's at, because you can make money equally in all these things yeah once you're good at it and once you know what you're doing like it's that like the the vehicle is there for you to do well yeah you just gotta do your research like know what you're doing yeah and change your attitude i feel like people uh they think like i i interview a lot of people young people that want to get into business and stuff they want to work with me and things like that and like they're like well i don't i'm not good at sales or i don't like talking to people I don't like this. I don't like that. Well, I didn't like it either. I didn't like working at certain jobs, but I did it because I had to at the time. Yeah. If you don't like this business, but it's it's like um, it's an opportunity for you that like doesn't compare to anything else. There's like really what else is there to do? Like I couldn't find anything for myself. I I was tired yeah. of working at, at these jobs. Like I this was like my only opportunity. So it's like. You're, you're, sometimes yeah. you ha- yeah. <laughs> like it's time yeah. to pick up some new skills and change yeah. your attitude you, you're not going to succeed or like wow you suck at the beginning what is that? this is fitting for what we just talked about no. i don't compare myself to others because i am not meant to be a copy of anyone else i was born to be me an original one of a kind Cute. i'm happy to be me look at that right at the top too mm-hmm. See? Yeah. so i want to talk a little bit about your coaching right sure. so how is that is it like a service that you offer or is it something that it's something you just do with whoever is in, like, who comes to reaches out to you that says that they want learning and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or is this a service that people can buy into and then sort of go from there? Um, so at the end of the day, I have to make money. So yeah. my, my business is I'm a recruiter. I'm a, an insurance agent. And I also have the opportunity to recruit and develop insurance agents because I'm going to be a broker. Yeah. Right. The, the point is to make residual income. So you have to recruit, train and develop people to be like you and they have to copy everything that you do and be independent, go in the field. And when they make money, I make money. Yeah. So you're building a team. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, <clears throat> it's mostly financial service focused, but I, the way I see it is like, um, I, if I inspire somebody, I inspire somebody. Yeah. You don't know who's listening. Like there's people that haven't gotten in, in business with me, but because of me, they've started their own business and and they've gone down their own path. So yeah. it doesn't matter. You don't. Th- you don't. I don't really try to like think about it like that. Um, I don't. Uh, the other thing that I do coach on is like Shopify store. So I'll build a Shopify store for you, teach you how to use it and stuff. Um, that I'm kind of. I love uh, like web developing and yeah. like all that stuff, like the creating aspect. Yeah. Um, but I'm. I'm not really focused on it. I'm trying to like narrow things down because running a jewelry business and like taking orders for like uh, my Shopify store and then like co- coaching these my team. Yeah. It's like it's a lot to handle. Yeah. So yeah. How did you, how did you like the whole jewelry store aspect of it? Um, how did, it's it's like another field, right? Like owning an e-commerce store because I've done it before. Owning an e-commerce store, it's it's looks everyone sees it outside it's so easy you find the supplier blah 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 it's so boring and it's so hard but it's fun too but how did you uh how was that experience is it still going right now is it still it is uh i'm actually very surprised it was went a lot better than i thought it was uh it would um i basically i never limit myself to like creating stuff and i think what you leave behind in the world is is like your legacy so that's why i don't when people tell me to focus on one thing i don't listen to them i don't care uh so when it came to my jewelry business um it was partly 
because I wanted my f- the four different types of money. Like I wanted all those assets. I was very ambitious, especially because like they stole all my mom's jewelry. Yeah, of course. Um, and I wanted my family to own something. And I had to be the first one to do that because, like, my dad was kind of entre- entrepreneurial, but my mom, like, they just, whatever. Anyways, not getting into yeah. it. My jewelry business started uh, because I decided to, like, how do I get into this without spilling the beans? Oh, we want to know all the details. <laughs> we want to know all I the details. So I kind of, like, started doing research and, like, asking around about it because mostly uh, people in the industry, like, um, it's it's like family. It's passed down through families. It's, yeah. it's hard to get into jewelry if like your uncle or your dad or like somebody you have in your family somebody in it, in yeah, it before, right? Yeah. So I basically um, went to a jeweler and I was like, "Hey, would you mind if I have my own business name and um, I sell out of your store?" And he was like, "No," because every time I sell one of his items, you know, he makes money. It's like yeah. an outside salesperson. Yeah, 100%. He doesn't care. So then I registered my business and I had so many people telling me no. And then I looked into like taking a course for it too. And it was like all the way in Georgia, like Barry. Yeah, you're like, fuck I was, that. Like, I'm not doing that. No way. And then this one guy was like, no, you know what? Don't bother. Like it's too hard. I was like, mm, I'm not like, going to listen to people that are not where I am. Definitely. And um, I basically started registering with wholesalers and like had to learn about like different, the four different types of diamonds. I had to start learning mm-hmm. about stuff that I have no idea about. Like, so I'm not a jeweler. I'm a jewelry sales business okay. and like a gift store type of thing. Um, but yeah, I basically built an Instagram page and I actually, I was doing my research. I saw that you guys were talking about like, there's an Instagram page for every business. Mm-hmm. Is that you? That's yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. So yeah, it's really, really smart to do that because um, when you build an Instagram page, that's an identity for your business. When yeah. you're sleeping, somebody's looking at your Instagram page, right? Yeah, I 100% agree with you. So yeah. um, where they're at. I, I would, uh, I would go to the jeweler jeweler's market um, once a week and take pictures enough for the entire week, and then every day I would post one, so it looks like I'm there every day. Yeah, smart. You see no, what that, I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. a tactic. That's a social media tactic. Yeah. You know? So yeah. then, so then people they start seeing the consistency. And then they start asking, like, hey, like, is this you? Like, do you own this? And I was like, yeah, I do. It's a sole proprietorship. But they don't they don't see, like, the brick-and-mortar store. They just yeah. see me, like... So then, eventually, like, hopefully... It's hard to God grasp willing, nowadays. God willing, maybe someday I'll have my own jewelry store. That's one of my dreams. But, Very yeah, cool. that's how it started. You will. Thank 100%. you. One of the cards will say it on it. Yeah. You will have your own jewelry store. You gotta, you Let's, gotta, see. Yeah. Let's see what affirmation we get. <laughs> I have confidence in myself. I'm ready for everything that life offers me. There you go. There you go. You're ready for the star. So we're deep. We're coming to an end okay. of the episode. But I do want to get just touch upon one more thing just because I think it's important for a lot of people who deal with it. Sure. But like the trauma and stuff. Like I really like what we've done with that. Oh. Any, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like what we've done with that. Like that. That's the okay. that's whole story. So like for people who are like dealing with it out there, like. I, what are some practices or things that maybe you do or they can do to implement in their life to kind of like help overcome it <clears throat> things like that um stop being intoxicated first of all stop being intoxicated i think like broken people they turn to like alcohol drugs like all these things mm-hmm. like outlets and i think like having um poor outlets like going to the gym is a great outlet yeah. you know um going to visit your family or mom is a great outlet me i stress eat so like 
but trauma uh i delete my trauma the way like i kind of started was like i felt so traumatized by the way people had treated me in entrepreneurship and in my love life and like in in you know um even like growing up whatever it was um i it's a part of entrepreneurship that you can't deny and it's part of life that you can't deny we we grow up with childhood traumas and and um, there's certain habits that we need to have to be able to fix that and heal from that. And you can't lead other people and be a coach if you're not mentally all there. Yeah. So there's a whole s- different side and like a personal development side that I had to tap into. And I was like, hey, why don't I just monetize on this? Because I need to anyways. And I turned it into like this self-care gift shop. And um, I got really I got a really nice response. Um People were like very touched by the survivor stories, um, and uh, I think some things that really help that are should be non-negotiable is uh, wake up every day and do one thing, whether it's like affirmation cards or telling yourself you're going to do something different today, or, or I'm going to change my life today. That's yeah. what I say to myself, or sit down and journal. Um, I told my friend the other day, I, I was like, do you journal? She's like, no. And I was like, you know what? You could talk to me every day. Just message me every day and tell me how you feel. That's a journal. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right? yeah, it's about the consistency. If you're going to, if you're going to do something, go all in, don't be half-assed. And like, and that comes down to your mental health, everything in life. Just be yeah, consistent. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't be wishy-washy doing the hokey pokey. Yeah. I, I, in and yeah. out. I love that because me and him do that a lot. Like we'll call each other. And we'll just like, if we're ever having a bad day, yeah, we're ever true, stressed out, I'll call him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, like, dude, one day, like, call me, call me, call yeah, me. Call, and we'll just talk. <laughs> and when you talk, you notice like, fuck, okay. Like you feel so much better, so much better after. Yeah. It's yeah. so yeah. important. It's so important. Like a lot of people, like you, you said it earlier, and you made a good point. Like a lot of immigrants uh, that come, like when we tell our parents or we talk to them about anxiety, depression, all the stuff, uh, They've grown up in a past that was just so different than ours. They may have experienced everything as well, but like they never knew about this. They never knew anxiety, depression. For them, it was like, get the fuck yeah. up, get your shit done, yeah. go work, get over it, this, this, that. Because you built this, like, they, they try to build a strong individual, right? Yeah. But now we're starting to realize it more with the younger generation with social media and all this stuff. And like people understand, okay, I don't feel well today or I don't feel like doing anything or getting out of my bed. Oh, maybe there is something wrong, or maybe I'm experiencing depression, or I have anxiety when I go. If I go into a room full of people, like I don't want to talk, I get nervous, That's I get shaky. <laughs> it happens, right? But the best thing is that there's stuff now that people are coming out with. Like, for example, as your website, where the the past stories of other people. It's just there's so many different like outlets now that people can utilize just to clear their heads and it's like it's so important because every single person experiences it if someone says oh i've never had anxiety or never had depression or this is that it's all bullshit everyone in their point of life has experienced it in some yeah. form or matter it's about the stuff you do that you can overcome upcome it right so Dude, journaling all that stuff meditation in Toronto, yeah. like this is my hometown okay i love this place yeah. but at the same time the people here maybe it's it's not just the crowd i hang out with it okay it's it's the principle of things, right? And I notice like people have like some crazy audacity sometimes. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> okay. 
And it's like, uh, you just really just distance yourself from certain people. If you have a group of friends that like talk shit about each other all the time, I'm sorry, I'm not hanging out with yeah. you. Oh, that's for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? If I notice, like, uh, if I look back in time and I see, like, for the past five years, we've been doing the same thing every weekend, I'm sorry, I, I can't hang out with you. I'm gonna go visit my mom instead. I'm gonna go so- do something that grounds me. I'm gonna go do some yoga, yeah. do, some, do something else, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Very like, important. There's really, really nasty people that will do anything. They're so selfish uh, and they'll screw you over. And those people, there's two things you need to understand. Karma is a real thing. Yeah. When it comes to your money, karma exists, how you make your money yeah, um, and, and how you treat people. So really for me, it's like, if I, I just want to be around good, honest people that have, that are genuinely like, they understand pr- the principle of things, respect. Yeah um patience um trust loyalty like these types of things right and that's the center of my world because if i made money the center of my world or i made um my boyfriend or somebody or like cars or you know bitches the the center of my world when those things go away what's left yeah nothing right so it comes down to the principle of things and i think that's how everybody needs to live yeah um Sorry. I, love, I love that part. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 it's true. true. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah, so I had, I, uh, yeah. yeah. Brian's made women in the center of his world a lot. Brian. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> 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 He's but, uh, you know, this was a very insightful and very positive conversation. And we're mm-hmm. glad to have you on thank today. Thank you so much. I appreciate um, that. As I said again, we love your energy. It's very, Aww, you know, upbringing. You. It takes one you. to know one. And uh, keep what you're doing up because it's very important. It's very vital. Uh, Financial literacy aspect of it is huge. A lot of people, younger generations, future generations coming up, they should know, you know, how to manage your money properly because, as you said, there's so many ways to do it and it can make you a millionaire by the time, you know, or make your your kids millionaires. Uh, if you do it, properly. I don't want to hear yeah. this from yeah. people. Okay, yeah. that's one sentence. I'm good. My so and so, my aunt takes care of that for yeah. me. My parents yeah. take care of that. No, you need to sit down and look at the paperwork yeah. because you can't trust the system. Yeah. They're like, they're there. To read the fine print. Yeah, trust exactly. me. Um, so, any last words you have for anybody, like or for the audience? I just want to mm-hmm. say and keep mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. to you guys, <laughs> but um, no. Anything bigs. you have going on coming that you would like them to know? Anything that I'm going on, Biggs? What do you think? Just nothing. Just yeah. Just, just trying to grow. You. Just growing. Yeah. That's uh, love it. Well, yeah. it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so and much. Where, where can people find you? What's the best yeah, place to yeah, find you? Definitely. Yeah. Um, at Clapback Season. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's incredible. <laughs> We're gonna you. put all your all your yeah. links and everything. Anyways, Thank you but. so much. Um, I. Please don't prank call me anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, whoever prank calling her, like that's yeah. come not on. Not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Uh, yeah. Um, Immature people in this. Come room. on, figure it out. I can't catch a break. Yeah. Did I tell you? Somebody stole my bike like two weeks ago. Some oh girl. Oh my god. Anyways, no. I'll stay on topic. But uh, you guys can find me at yeah. Coach Leia D, at Saint Carrots, at Delete My Trauma, um, and yeah, I love it. it. Thank you so Perfect. much. Thank yeah, you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, guys. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you on the. Next one.